Appreciate you, man. Yeah, I'm with it, man. <laughs> I'm lucky. Like, I'm going to be paying attention to y'all. Cause yeah. Y'all need some investors. Let me know. We're trying to do something <laughs> different, man. What up, y'all? This is Panda AOD, and with me today is a very special guest. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. What's up? What's up, man? It's your boy, Rob Nero. Rob CEO Nero. of Little Bird Incorporated as well. Love the Absolutely. Those of you who pay attention or follow AOD, you already know Nero's been on here before, and he's someone I like to keep up with for sure. One of my favorite deliveries from mm -hmm. Dayton, Ohio, and pretty much like one of my favorite local rappers, period. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when people call you a local rapper? Like, is that a diss to you? Let's start there. Um, I wouldn't take it as a diss. It is a little uh, closed-minded, but I wouldn't take it as a diss. Yeah, they so what do you consider yourself? Uh, I mean, you can, you can say I'm local because this mm -hmm. is my my section but i aspire to expand globally i aspire to be a global artist absolutely and i definitely believe that you have it in you um mm -hmm. i don't think of you as These. like a local artist as far as you're fit mm -hmm. for local mm -hmm. but like just somebody from where i'm from i really feel like your delivery mm -hmm. and the impact that you put into your music we talked about that before with the um when nipsey passed and mm -hmm. you dropped uh what was that album uh, Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough. And you had songs on there like Bossing Up. Mm -hmm. And the way you spoke in those songs was just about like your struggle, but it was very relative to so many people. So mm -hmm. ever since yeah. you dropped that project, I've been following you. And I know you're dropping something real soon. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, right now I'm working on an EP titled Against All Odds. It's just about inspiration, motivation. I'm trying to inspire people to get up and do something, regardless of the odds or the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an EP, just seven songs, seven to ten songs. So how do you feel you go about making music and creating? Because the last time we spoke, you said that your album was meant to motivate. Mm -hmm. So is there any reason why that's like your main point of focus right now? Um, looking back, I feel like it's honestly just my brand niche. Like, I come from the struggle, so innately it's just in me to inspire and motivate people. Mm -hmm. So... I don't even really think I'm trying it. It's just coming to me. It's just who I am for real. Yeah. And so as a rapper, like, how do you feel with everything that's been going on with, like, rappers just falling, like, dropping like flies? People too worried about the streets, man. I come from the streets, and I, it's nothing to glorify. It's nothing worth being happy about, or the shit ain't about nothing, man. Like you said, you see how many people dropping left and right. Mm -hmm. People that we thought surpassed the streets. Still tied up in it. You can't be in or out. You can't be on the fence. Either over there or you over here. So and do it's you unfortunate. plan on? How my bad? Go ahead. I was just saying it's unfortunate. So many young kings dropping. And do you plan on like as you elevate, as you rise? Do you see yourself being able to completely like separate yourself from the streets, or how would you even go about removing yourself out of that atmosphere to not be exposed to some of that stuff? Mm -hmm. I definitely um, aspire to completely get everybody that I know and love, as well as myself, out of the poverty-stricken environment. So that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. We just come from a a bad place. Yeah. Good people, but a bad environment. And sometimes we get wrapped up in it. It's our life. It's what we was raised on. We're habitual creatures. It's hard to just up jump and leave something alone. But. Mm -hmm. You gotta strive to do that. That's that's the whole motivation of what behind everything that I do. Cause I'm, I don't know if I told you that in the last interview, but 
I really come from that. Like my whole family is that. You can tell. Like my you mom tell from the streets. Speak. Like you yeah. Can tell about your delivery. Yeah, your and I just wanna <laughs> like let people know it ain't about nothing. Like shit ain't about nothing. It's never. Oh, we could take dating for instance. So we so we was just speaking on the local artist category. All of the local artists from Dayton that had the potential to mm -hmm. succeed on a huge level, the streets took them away. Mm -hmm. Whether it was going to jail, whether it was getting killed, whether it was whatever the case may be, it was That's the streets. That's very true. Yeah, it That's was very the streets. True. Rest in peace to Kyla English. He Rest was definitely one Kyla. of those local artists that was doing his thing. Yeah, doing his thing. If, if Kyla was still around, he'd have been to go. For sure. Because he was already <laughs> on the internet, he was, he was already he, doing it. He was it. doing it, yeah, yeah. for sure. Catch him walking around singing like how they used to do back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, uh, I'm doing everything I said I couldn't. Ain't got a cap to prove was in a pudding. Boy, you don't know shit about how I was juggin'. Ballin' so hard, I need a John Wood. Been through some shit that's got a nigga numb. But do whatever, better nigga won. Ain't gotta brag about it, it was done. Just tryna get the fuck about the slum. Know I'm a hustle, see it in my face. I need a hundred million in the safe. So much of Why you hate is all in your face. I don't really know why you doubt me. But bitch, I'm a great and you can't relate. I made a couple of zeros. They don't give it, I take it like Debo. To my nephew, I'm just like a hero. I'm OT trying to catch me amigo. In a state, finish me and I'm late. Do the dance, pray I make it the safe. For blunt and runs, take that hold of the face. I call shots, pussy, stay in your place. She was bad till I noticed the lace. And she can see it written all on my face. Tunnel vision got me leading a race. I'm in the kitchen, put a two on a eight. On a mission trying to mimic the grace, but they don't listen to the shit in they face. Dick sucking, but by then it's too late. A trill nigga, I don't slither with snakes. Field nigga, I've been there from the gate. A build with you, I can show you the way. I still picture me and L in a rape. Been through it, how much more can it take? I'm getting closer, I'm getting closer. I'ma go hard while you on the sofa. Represent for my soldiers. Gang, gang. Trill nigga ain't got shit to expose. Hard cold, get my soul to a hold. The gang so yeah, I play by Obviously, the outside of being just doing music, you got your hands on a lot of things. You're into clothing. Mm -hmm. You're, uh, you have that entrepreneurial mindset, so mm -hmm. everything you do, every time you post, you got somebody's brand on, or you're mm -hmm. working with some brand, or you're promoting your own brand. So tell us a little bit about where we are right now and what that means to you. Uh, like you said, I'm definitely into entrepreneurship and just being your own boss, building your own brand. I feel like you don't have to work for nobody else. Don't get me wrong, we need workers because you can't be a boss without workers, but I prefer to work for myself, move on my own hours, create from my own mind state. But like you were saying, we in one of my uh, partnerships right now, Varsity House, which is a clothing store slash art gallery, as you can see on the walls. Mm -hmm. You see the clothing here. <clears throat> All this is done by a uh, dating artist. That was stitched from a, a blanket. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dope environment we're trying to bring to dating, some culture. Not just come buy some clothes and leave. You might come buy some clothes, but as you're walking around, you might see a paint, or artwork, something you like. Or you can go back there through the doors and get you a, a juice. And so, like, the artwork that we are looking at, are these pieces going to be for sale? Yeah, they are for sale. That's yeah. what's up. 
They definitely I'm looking for sale. at a couple pieces right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they definitely for sale. And I sale. think I know a couple of uh, the artists for mm-hmm. sure. You definitely do. Dating, all dating artists. So what do you hope that this will do for dating? What do you hope that, for, that this is going to bring to dating? I just wanted to bring culture, structure, um, a hub for young kids to come through. Like, as you can see, if you look around, there's books and knowledge hidden in plain sight. Mm-hmm. You might see some shorts, but it's a book right sitting next to it. Yeah. So it's just strategic. It's just more, I want it to be a hub. A hub for anybody to come through. Buy some clothes and get a good vibe. Mm-hmm. Get some health, some juice in you. Just a whole vibe. And when it comes to places like this, um, do you plan on, how are, how are your relationships with the other local artists? Do you plan on having other artists in here and networking with other artists? Mm-hmm. Definitely. We're already doing it. It's, we're already doing it. It's, it's definitely a collaborative effort. And so who store. would be some of your favorite artists to collaborate in Dayton? Uh, you mean music mm-hmm. artists? Because uh, my last project, I didn't do no features. It's all <laughs> I know Chicken Chop. You know Chop Chop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an artist named Chicken Chop. He's <laughs> dope. He do his own. There's <coughs> a few me. artists that I've heard, or like a lot of artists I rock with in the city. Um, Rico, mm-hmm. Rico Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, Sleeko, definitely my dog. Yeah, so him, yeah, his rap name is Sleeko. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, of course, E-Man, E-Man Shy-Fi. Mm, I got uh, songs everybody <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of dope, a lot of dope artists doing their things. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Shy-Fi and other women artists, what do you feel like, how do you feel about the WAP uh, track? The WAP track? <laughs> Your honest man. perspective. As a man, I love it. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's been going on since the beginning of time. It's just a fun song. They selling sex. I'm not gonna sell like sex. I mm-hmm. feel like it's business at the end of the day. They know what sell and shit. Yeah, majority of the artists that I prefer are not even like how we was talking about Nipsey. I've been listening to Nipsey since 2007, mm-hmm. and it took for him to die for 90 percent of the world to even know who he was. Yeah, especially where we from. Mm-hmm. And that man been doing this thing for 10 plus years. Definitely. And there's artists, I mean, I feel like when you pass, there's always this like awakening yeah. of like your work and your art. So I think a lot of artists who are still here have that pressure of constantly just reaching the top and just mm-hmm. constantly pushing because it's never enough. Once you pass, mm-hmm. your following will probably double. Mm-hmm. Off rip. So. Everybody want to be a part of something. And so I think too, in another time that we're in with the WAP video and how like the attention has been getting and what people have been saying, another big thing we're seeing is that women are either, you know, we're scrutinized, we're criticized more heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a big movement to empower black women. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like, what do you feel about that? Like, what do you feel about the movement? What do you feel about black, black women? women? Mm-hmm. What do you feel about black women in their space in the creative uh, field? I feel like black woman is the closest thing to God we have on earth, first and foremost. Secondly, I'm all for empowering black women. I'm all for it 1,000%. But don't use sexism to portray empowerment. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. You can be proud of your body, but you don't have to be extra. But to each his own. Have some class on anything you do as a woman. That's just yeah. how I feel. Do you feel that there is a strong partnership between black men and black women? 
because you see on social media there's you know people saying that nobody is protecting black women mm-hmm. but then at the same time you see the other narrative where there's black men is saying you know black women aren't supporting them until they got money in their pocket so how do you feel about those two narratives mm. both of them have some truth but stage is on like all black women are like that mm-hmm. i know supportive black women i don't give a fuck about what you have <laughs> at all like yeah. it's about how you treat them the character that you have as a man mm-hmm. the morals and principles you stand on so it's just to each his own for real yeah so you gotta be able to differentiate and figure out who you dealing with on a personal level yeah i just think it's like really important where we are now with everything we got going on with the government and mm-hmm. You know how pretty much gentrification is happening everywhere yes. <laughs> and dating is finally like we finally starting to see that in dating and i'm not saying finally in a positive way dating is but a like mind. west dating is like you can see everything happening there mm-hmm. and so i'm trying to convince my mama to hold on to her house mm-hmm. how do you feel about you know where we are as a as a culture of people black mm-hmm. people in general not black men not black women but us as a culture and how we see the, they're coming in and pretty much gold mining mm-hmm. for our communities. Mm-hmm. How, what, what does that make you feel as an artist? As an artist, it's, I see the game they playing is, is, is uh, devious in a sense because you really don't care about the, the tenants that you gentrifying, the areas you're gentrifying, but it's business. We just gotta wake up and play that game. Like, I ain't for playing victim no longer. It's too much information. It's the information era. Anything you want to do is at the click of a, you walking around with a computer in your hand all day. So you can figure it out. We can play these games as well that they play. Do you feel like when they start to move into the city that there's uh, more opportunity? Do you feel like there's more competition? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's more opportunity. Uh, screaming, I'm born alone, die alone. Grew up with nothing, I cry alone. I just roll up a blunt and get high alone. But I knew I would shine Why they thought I would fail It took me some time But I knew I was great And I might have been late But I knew what was fate Might have lost a few friends But I kept out of faith And that was enough, nigga If it's up, nigga, then it's stuck I don't trust, nigga, so it's fuck Niggas got a small circle, that's enough Trying to grow, niggas But it's slow, niggas That can never, ever learn enough About to show, niggas We can blow, niggas Gotta keep moving, niggas stuck I'ma keep chasing at the bucks Let the pain bleed through the pen Free the real niggas in the pen Lot of people swearing they your friends But they all change in the end Got me seeing through a different lens Playing God forgive me for my sins Riding solo smoking in the bins uh. Screaming I'm born alone, die alone Grew up with nothing, I cry alone I just roll up a blunt and get high alone Great as they come and I fly alone Perfectly fit, I ain't tried on I ain't stopping for nothing, I'm riding on Because the West Side of Dayton, real estate-wise, is a gold mine. Mm-hmm. And they see it. That's why they gentrifying it. When you ride through neighborhoods like Dayton View, Five Oaks, 
I just wrote, I got a video on my phone. I rolled through Dayton View the other day on Delaware. Because <laughs> I be riding around looking for real estate. I was just over there a steals. couple weeks ago. Yeah. They got those uh, multi-units yep. over there. It's like 10 multi-units. Yeah. Up the block is six empty multi-units on each side of the street, mm -hmm. all the way up the street. Yeah. Been abandoned for years. And if you just roll through Dayton in general, especially West Dayton, there's hella multi-units. Yeah. I never realized how many apartments Dayton mm -hmm. had until I like came back after I left. Four units everywhere. Blocks everywhere, yeah. all down Salem. Yeah. Um, but that is a gold mine, and I think the problem is, is that we associate, or gentrification is a negative word because mm -hmm. People typically come in, they buy up the property, and they run people out. Mm -hmm. So I think what we have, value. right? And I think what we have to focus on is like holding on to our properties mm -hmm. or acquiring those properties around where they're built. They're buying those bigger buildings. Mm -hmm. We might not have the money off rip to get the bigger <coughs> building, but if we hold on to our properties, mm -hmm. they that we gonna win in the end because we can either rebuild there or we can sell it for a higher value. Right. I don't recommend anybody selling. Uh -uh. If you got a property Rent. on West Dayton, I don't yeah. care what condition it's in. Rent it out. <laughs> Rent it out. Keep that residual. Build it up or hold on to it till you got the money to do it. Because mm -hmm. um, my parents, their house is like not in the best shape, but somebody offered them like 16000 for mm -hmm. it. They ain't never got an offer on their house. Mm -hmm. So my mom, I said, let it sit. Let it sit. Let it sit. Cause so we going to work they, on they that. They offering that. Just think what they want. What it can be worth if y'all put some work into it. And, and that's right off uh, Broadway. Because mm -hmm. where they starting to build at is on 3rd. Mm -hmm. Paul Lawrence Dunbar area. Yep. 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 So. Right off Broadway. Hold on Broadway. to it. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> hold on to your assets, man. So how do you feel as far as like us being in this pandemic, not really having as much room as we did before? How mm -hmm. do you feel that it's pushing you as a creative to think outside of the box? It's definitely a change that we got to adapt to. Like. It made me more motivated, honestly, because it just put us in a weird, uh, uncomfortable position. You don't know what's going to happen, so you have to be motivated. Mm -hmm. can't just sit around and wait. Mm -hmm. You got to do as much as you can, scramble for all your tools and supplies, or whatever you need to survive and to preserve your life and your family's life. It put me in a good space, and I think it put a lot of people in a good space. I don't, it can be a, <clears throat> a gift and a curse at the same time if we utilize it. It could be a gift. But do you feel we, like it's going to stay this way? Or do you see nah. it going back to way, the way it was? Nah, it ain't going to stay this way. Because whoever in control of it don't want it to be this way anyway. They just follow a procedure. <laughs> I love how every time I talk to you, you talk about whoever's in control. Like, yeah. you just know for a fact, like, yeah. that everything is by design. And yeah. not just talking about, like, you know, of course, the most high, but we talking mm -hmm. about... Yeah, outside our, of his control. The way our government yeah. is structured. Who, who controlling the game that yeah. we playing out here? So what do you think about the kids um, going back to school or not being in school right now? Do you feel like that too is by design? I think they trying to stop us from congregating with each other and speaking and learning and building with each other. That's why they shaking us up. It's crazy though when you think about it because like they always, you hear it so much that the black dollar is like the, the most it's, it circulates throughout multiple communities. That's a fact. Um, and I think what we started to do, which we did before, is we're starting to put the money back into our community. Facts. I know I do. I spend with so many local businesses in day. And we get to that point yeah. so much, but then something comes through to try to slow it down or disrupt it. And I think this time we've gotten so far that mm -hmm. we can't we can't be stopped pretty much. Mm -hmm. And if we do, yeah. it's gonna have to be something crazy. That's a fact. 
It's going to have to be something crazy where it's blatant. It's Not that it hasn't been blatant in the past. But the people in control don't see that. Yeah. That black people as a whole are in the best position we've been in in a long time. But one thing we noticed, too, with the protests. Well, financially. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, financially, we are. One thing we noticed with the protests is that there's more white people in the streets as well. Yeah. Um, most of the protests I've seen have been a lot of young white people. I ain't never seen nothing like it. Yeah. And I think that speaks to, you know, just where we are as a country, as far mm -hmm. as our youth. I mm -hmm. think they're getting more awakened, period. Like mm -hmm. more, more youth are starting to pay attention to what the government is doing and how it's impacting our communities. Mm -hmm. Not just the black community. We are one community at the end of the day. Right. And if one community is being deprived or being squeezed out, it's eventually going to affect everybody. It's a fact. It's going to have a trickle down effect. Everything connected. Definitely. And so with that being said, where do you see the next maybe year or two for you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm playing, I, I just plan to, to be successful, wherever success takes me or wherever I got to go to plant my flags to do what I try to do, what I'm trying to do, that's what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to get this store rolling, automatic, to where it's bringing in residual every month, every month, every month, and we're going to go plant another flag somewhere else. Might have a varsity house in Columbus, a varsity house in Cincinnati, flagship stores everywhere. I'm definitely here for it, so. Hey, that's where I'm on. Hey, I will be here. <laughs> So lastly, I want to ask you, you said your single about the drop. Tell us a little bit about that and mm -hmm. what people have to look forward to. Oh, it's called, um, my single off the EP, it's called John Wood. I'm going to let you hear it too when we get off camera. For sure. But it's called John Wood. It's just about, um, I don't know if, if you're big on sports, mm -hmm. high school sports, I mean, not, not high school, college basketball. <laughs> John Wooden is a, a basketball player. He used to play, he became a coach after a while, but the best college players in the nation get the John Wooden Award. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you can succeed and overcome what I came from and mm -hmm. still have some business about yourself, mm -hmm. you deserve a ghetto John Wooden Award. Okay. See, because that shit ain't easy at all. So yeah, it's a dope record, though. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to do good. All right. Well, y'all heard it here. We about to uh, listen to the record offline. Y'all going to hear it when this drops. Mm -hmm. uh, John, John Wooden mm -hmm. by Rob Nero. Rob Nero, uh, let them know where they can find you at. Rob Nero on all platforms. R-O-B space N-I-R-O. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you want to find me at. Same name. Absolutely. And this is Panda. Y'all can catch me at AOD Media Group. Mm -hmm. And you can follow the website and subscribe at thearmyofdreamers.com. Sure.